Aren't you glad that he met you one day with a lost or found? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible talks about that. Adam lost a lot in the garden. Matter of fact, Adam lost everything. But by one man, death entered into the world. But by one man, life also came. Amen. Everything Adam lost, Jesus found. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not preaching on that this morning. Good to be in the house of God again. And we appreciate Brother Sister Kincaid allowing this opportunity to come minister the word of the Lord. Been excited and looking forward to being with you folks and just believing the Lord for good things here. And my daughter does not want a dry sermon. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. And so if you have your Bibles this morning, turn to the, the book of Revelation, book of Revelation chapter number three, Revelation chapter number three. Don't worry. I know you say the book of Revelation, people think you're preaching on the tribulation. I had a man preach on it one time so long, I thought I was in it. So <laughs> we will not do that to you this morning. I know I am the only thing standing between you and food. So we will keep that in mind. But no, Revelation this morning, chapter number three. And I will say this, we missed you all this year in Red Bluff. And there was, there was just, uh, you know, just waiting for that Tuesday night to come. And I looked up and y'all weren't here. I was waiting for the plane to come from Oklahoma. Anyway, you know, and, uh, so we'll say this, we did we thought about you and we missed you. And uh, the Lord's good, still moving there. Had great revivals there for the Cox and, and lives being touched and changed. And anyway, he's still on the throne. Amen. And he's still saving and delivering and setting the captive free. And, and appreciate the Lord. You know, can I just testify real quick? We were, we were preaching um, a Sunday morning at a church this year. And... Uh, uh, a young man, probably in his early 20s, he had come to the altar, and God just really got a hold of his heart, got a hold of his life, and prayed around that altar for a long time, cried, squalled, bawled, slobbered, snotted. God got a hold of him, and I mean, I mean, he just, I mean, he got it. God just really did a work in his life, and I didn't know the, this part of the story until after the service. And his mom had told me this. His mom said he uh, he's been on drugs for years, drugs and alcohol, in and out, just a mess. He said he called me four days ago. He was in one of those um, uh, drug rehab places and he called him, called his mom and he said, Mom, would you get me out of this place? He said, they're doing more drugs in this place than I was doing on the streets. And so his mom said, yes, you can come home. He said, but you're going to church Sunday because Jesus is what you need. You know what? He came to church Sunday and Jesus is what he needed. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, found the Lord. God got a hold of him. Amen. Where the lost are found and saved him, set him free, delivered him. That's what Jesus can do. Amen. If we'll let it. Looking at this morning, Revelation chapter number three, it's a very familiar portion of scripture. And uh, we could probably quote or quote most of it. Revelation chapter number three, verse number 20. Revelation chapter number three, verse number 20. Jesus says this, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if the Lord had helped me this morning, I want to preach to you for just a little while on this thought of, will you open the door? Will you open the door? Let's pray. Father, we love you this morning. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your goodness, the opportunity you've given us to come and gather together in the house of God. And Lord, most of all, in thy presence, Lord, we're thankful for it. Father, we stand in dire need of the Holy Ghost anointing. Ask the Lord to set my soul ablaze for you to preach thy word and thy word alone, anointing our ears to hear, our hearts to receive. Lord, lay life cold from off of thine altar. Upon these lips that I might proclaim the message from the Messiah this morning. Lord, we give you the praise and the glory and the power and the honor in Jesus' glorious, holy, majestic, mighty, and matchless name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Preaching a little while this morning simply on this thought of, of will you open the door? 
And now last night as we, we got into town and uh, had a little something to eat, then we, we brought the bus out here and, and saw the wow, and, and, and then it was prayer time. And so we came in and we gathered around, and you know what, I will say this, I was encouraged to see, usually uh, usually when you have prayer, it's me and the pastor, and that's about it, you know. And uh, so I, I was encouraged to see all the folks at prayer meeting, let me just encourage you, pastor, you need to tell me to say this, keep doing that, amen. But uh, so we came out and, and had a time of prayer here, and, and we gathered around, and you know, the Bible talks about that time of prayer as, as uh, Jesus said, we are to ask, and we are to seek, and we are to knock, actually those are imperatives, and actually written in the perfect present tense, or in other words, to ask, keep asking, knock, keep knocking. Seek to keep seeking, and that's what we're to do as we pray. And so, that, that we are instructed, we are actually commanded to do that and to, to ask and to keep asking and to knock and to keep knocking. And so, we, 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 we understand that that we come and we, we knock on heaven's door, Lord. We need you to move, we need you to touch, we need you to help. This morning, as we came and we gathered in, and maybe even this morning, as you got up, we were saying, We're knocking on heaven's door this morning, saying, Lord, we need you to move because, Lord, if you don't show up, it's nothing, it's just a social gathering, it's a, a powerless service. You know, we talked about that. But thank God we got the power, not just here, but you know. Um, but, uh, but without it's nothing. And so we knocked on heaven's door. But how do you understand this morning that there's some other knocking going on? Not only are you and I knocking on heaven's doors, we come and gather in prayer, but how do you know that heaven is knocking on our door? The Bible said, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And sometimes, if we're not careful, we can get so busy with things about it, so busy with the world, so busy with just our normal course of life, our normal, ordinary life, that we forget to stop and realize, wait a minute, Jesus is knocking on my door. Now, he begins this morning, he said this, he said, Behold, I like that word, behold. Behold. Um, in our vernacular, it kind of goes like this. That word behold means this. It means, hey! <laughs> in other words, get this. Don't miss this. You want to make sure you catch what I'm about to tell you. Behold, hey, I'm standing at your door and I'm knocking. Hallelujah. And so this morning, if the Lord had helped me, I want to preach on this thought of will you open the door? Behold, take note, see this, notice this, open your eyes and realize this. He is standing at the door and he's knocking. Now, as we, by way of introduction, we often use this. Um, and I believe we're exegetically um, uh, okay in doing so. We use this for the lost. And he is knocking on the door of the lost. And we use this for the backslider. And yes, he is knocking on the door of the backslider. But I, I do want us to take notice and understand this morning that in Revelation chapter number 3, Jesus is actually speaking to the church. And he's saying, I'm standing at your door and I'm knocking on your door. This morning, yes, he's knocking on the door of the lost. And he's knocking on the door of the, of the backslider. But this morning, I'm He's knocking on your door. I said, He's knocking on the door of Echoes of Calvary right here on 4220 North, South, East, West, someplace, whatever that was. He's knocking on your door. Amen. I said, He's knocking on, on your door. He said, Behold, I stand at the door. And if there was ever a time when the Lord is knocking on the door of His church, I believe it's today. I believe this thing's about over. We're about done. And He's wanting to do a great work. And He's knocking on our door saying, Will you open the door? Will you let me come in and do what I want to do in your life? That you might be so lost in a dying world before it's too late. He's knocking on our door. Will you open the door? So He said this. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. You know what it shows us? Hold on. Is it okay? Oh, okay. You know, the whole rule wasn't sure. Amen. <laughs> California today, man. So, <laughs> you're like, I know. That's why we left. Well, anyway. <laughs> In case you don't know it, us too. We're Tennesseans. Hallelujah. That's another story. Uh, but he said, Behold, I stand at the door knock. You know what we, we noticed by this? He's already there. He's already at the door. 
Sometimes we, we come and we think we're waiting on Him. You know, He's already there. He's already at the door this morning. He's already knocking. He's already wanting to move in your heart and in your life. Matter of fact, this morning when you got up and opened your eyes, uh, we, we, <laughs> we're not waiting on Him. He's waiting on you. He's at your door. He's already knocking. He, he lets us know He's already there. He told Jeremiah, Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the mother's womb, I knew you and I chose you and I ordained you to be a prophet. I was already there. The psalmist said, Whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I grow wings and take off to the uttermost parts of the earth, behold, thou art there. He's already there. Church this morning, I'm telling you, we're not waiting on him. He's waiting on you. He's already there. He's already there. He's standing at your door. Oh, I stand at the door and knock. So the scripture this morning lets us know that he's already there. And I want us to notice this. Not only is he already there, but the Bible said he, 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 he's standing at the door and he's knocking. You know what that tells us? It tells us that he wants to come in. You didn't catch that. It shows us that he wants to come in. How many of you don't knock on a door you don't want open? That's why you knock on the door because you want it open. This morning, he didn't come because he doesn't want to come in. He came because he wants to come in. He began to move in this place because he wants to come in. He wants to move in your heart. He wants to move in your life. You don't knock on the door you don't want open. And the reason he's knocking on our doors is he wants us to open up. Let him have his way in our life. You know, when I was a kid, a couple years ago, <laughs> We used to play that thing. Remember, it's called doorbell dish. Remember that? Just smile at me. You know you played it too. You know what? These ring doorbells really kind of messed that up. You, know? <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, and then all the cameras and security and pit bulls and all that. But, you know, back when America was still America, you know, you could still be a kid and go play a doorbell dish. And, you know, you're like some of the kids are like, what in the world is that? Well, here's what it is. Don't do it, though, because you're going to get me in trouble. But, uh, but that's when you, you go up to a door and you knock on the door. And then you'd run. And you'd hide. Yeah. And you'd wait for them. And they'd come to the door and they'd look and there's nobody there and they'd shut the door and you and your friend and your buddy. Oh. <laughs> and then you'd wait about another 15 to 20 minutes and you'd go up there and you'd knock on the door and you'd hide. You know, and she'd be lady or whatever, she'd come to the door and she'd look out and doorbell ditch. Some of you played there. You don't talk about it. <laughs> hey, listen, we were poor. We didn't have toys. That's what we did. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, we didn't have video games, Xbox, Z-Box, Y-Box, whatever they are. I didn't have none of that stuff. I wasn't around. We didn't even have Atari Palm. Well, anyway. Um, you don't even know what that is. <laughs> I can tell some of the older ones know what it is. Anyway, and, uh, but, but, you know, uh, and we would do that. Can you understand this morning? He's not going to play doorbell dicks with you. He's not knocking on your door just to see if you'll open up and then tell the angels, ha, 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 look at that. No, no, no. You understand the king is knocking on your door because he wants to come in. He wants to come in. He wants to come in. And move in your life. It shows us he wants to come in. He stood at Jerusalem. He said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He's not talking. He's talking about his people. He said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How long I would have gathered it together as a hen that gathered chicks under her wings and you would not. He said, I'm knocking on your door. But you wouldn't open up. You wouldn't open up. You didn't know the time of your visitation. Church, I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss the time of my visitation. Realizing that he's at the door and he's knocking. Why? Because he wants to come in. He wants to 
come in. I just come to tell you this morning. He's knocking. He's there. He's knocking. He wants to come in. He wants to save and fill and revive. Refresh. How many of you like that refreshing? How many he wants to refresh? He wants to renew. He wants to restore. He wants to do that. So he's there. He's already there. He's knocking because he wants to come in. Third thing we notice about this is not only that, but, but uh, it, it, it lets us know he's ready to come in. The Bible said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Standing is a ready position. It didn't say he was seated. It wasn't laid down. It wasn't sprawling. He wasn't kicked back. No, he's, he's standing because standing was the position of being ready. I remember I was in sixth grade, and uh, that was the first year you could play football with pads. And so I remember, you know, you give a sixth grader football pads, he'll tackle an oak tree. <laughs> <sighs> Didn't affect me. Head first in the oak tree. Anyway, and, uh, you know, and I just wanted to play. But, you know, I mean, sixth grade, about 70 pounds, soaking wet. And uh, you didn't play a whole lot. You know, man, I wanted to play. And so uh, uh, the, 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 the guys are in, you know, they're playing. And, and uh, other guys are sitting on the bench, but not me. I, I got my helmet and I got it under my arm because that's the way Coach liked it. I'm going to stand up by Coach. Coach went that way. <laughs> Coach went that way. Huh? I want to be right there. I was ready to go in. He said, Man! <laughs> Get in there! Middle linebacker! Yeah! 70 pound middle linebacker is great. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, you know, I wanted to play. I wanted to go. I was, I was standing there. Why? Because I was ready. Those guys on the bench, it took them 25 seconds to get over there. No, no, I was ready. I was ready for him just to speak the word. I was wanting to get in the game. Can I tell you, he's there. He's ready. He's wanting to get in your life. He's wanting to move in your heart. He's wanting to touch you. He's already there. He's knocking because he wants to come in. And he wants you to open that door. Right. And he's ready. He said it in Isaiah 65. He said, it shall come to pass that before they call, I'll answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. It's one of those, would you? Yes. Lord, I need you. Okay. Hold that stand at the door. He's there. He's talking because he wants to come in. He's ready to come in. And how many know he already knows what he's going to do when he gets in? I like this. He's not just, uh, you know, I remember, what was I, about that same fourth, fifth grade, something like that. And we were selling something. I don't even remember what it was. It wasn't chocolate candy bars, though. I can tell you that. We never got the luxury of selling chocolate candy bars. We didn't sell something stupid. <laughs> Greeting card or something. <laughs> Probably because they knew me. I would, I would eat the profit. But anyway. <laughs> you know, and so, and so we're, you know, you're going door to door and you have to, you have to sell this because you're, you're, you know, you're raising money for, you know, football or whatever it was. And, and so before you knocked on the door, you had to have your spiel ready. Because if you just knocked on the door and they came, you're like, uh, 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 mm, uh, mm, uh. <laughs> it didn't work. So you had to spiel. So I had to spiel. I got all man inside myself up, got ready. I had to knock on that door, I was ready. They opened that door and said, Hi, my name's David, man. I'm here. I play, play island football. We are raising a little bit of money because we are so poor. We don't have any good enough pads. And they're going to hurt my head if I don't have a better helmet. So if you wouldn't mind buying some of these cars, 35% of all that you buy will go to our, our football club and we can have money to provide pads and fun for children. Keep things on off the streets, off the drugs, alcohol, meth, and all the other nonsense that goes on in our society. So if you wouldn't mind just buying a few of these, it would be great. You know, I had to spill. I was ready to go. 
It was one of the. Uh, uh, he's ready to come in. He's standing there, and he's when you open the door, he's not going to like. Uh, 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 uh. Forgot why I knocked. No, 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 no. He knows. I'm getting to that age sometimes to go to the other room. I'm like, well, I'm not coming here. <laughs> I hate to admit it, my brother. I hate to admit that. I go to the front of the bus like, oh, you know, I can't You didn't hear that. Son of my But anyway, uh, you know, and, and you want, I mean, you know, he, he's ready. And he knows what he's going to do when you let him in. Remember the story the Bible said that there was a multitude and Jesus said, when shall we feed this multitude? And the Bible said, this he asked Philip, this he asked him to prove him for he himself knew what he would do. He already knew what he was going to do. Oh, hallelujah. I said he already knew he was going to do a miracle that was going to boggle their mind. He already knew he was going to do something they were going to talk about for years. He already knew he was going to do something that generations later would talk about what he had done. He already knew that. I've come to tell you, he already knows. Oh, hallelujah. I said he already knows what he wants to do if you'll let him in. He's got a plan. Oh, he's got a plan. He's there. He's talking because he wants to come in. He's ready to come in. He knows what he do. He'll do when he comes in. Oh no, Papa Rose about turned to beef jerky. Let me get with it. <laughs> the Bible said this. The Bible said he's. Behold, I stand at the door, and I knock. You know what knocking is? Knocking is an attempt to get your attention. You're trying to get somebody's attention. You know, have you ever been to a house and you had to go, but you really hoped nobody was there? <laughs> yeah, I've been to that house too. Huh? <laughs> and so you kind of knock like this. Okay, nobody's there. <laughs> but when you've been someplace and you really want them to come out, huh? I mean, you're like, I mean, you want them to hear that knock because you're trying to get their attention. Hey, God's trying to get our attention this morning. I said he's trying to get young people's attention. Moms and dads, he's trying to get our attention this morning. God is knocking. He's trying to get our attention. John chapter 7. Remember what Jesus did on that great day of the feast? The Bible said Jesus stood and he cried. He was trying to get their attention. Trying to let them know, listen. Oh, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Thus he spake of the spirit which is not yet given because Christ was not yet been glorified. But have you know Christ has been glorified? Holy Ghost has been given. Spirit of God wants to move in our heart, wants to move in in our life. He's crying, trying to get our attention this morning. That's why he's knocking. John chapter 12, the Bible said, Jesus cried. Why are you Pentecostals always so loud? <laughs> you, know, you, you always see this, Jesus never shouted. First of all, read the book. <laughs> he cried. Shri, I, I got that time there. But, well, Jesus never shouted. Well, one preacher said, yeah, but everybody he touched it. Amen. <laughs> but, but, but he's standing there and he's knocking. He's crying out. Why? Because he wants to get your attention this morning. God's trying to get your attention. Trying to say, hey, listen, I'm knocking on your door. Not your neighbor's door. Not, not, not your, your friend's door. I'm knocking on your door. If you, you know, we live in a bus. And uh, sometimes your neighbor's about that close. Last night our neighbor was about that close. Thankfully, because he blocked a lot of the wind. Amen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, uh, but, but sometimes, you know, living on the bus or in, you know, you, you know, you hear a knock and you realize, you think it's your door, but it's not, it's your neighbor's. 
You know, well, this morning it's not your neighbor's, it's your door. God's knocking on your door. Right. I'm trying to get your attention. I got to try to quit. Say, behold, I stand at the door and knock. We don't understand knocking is an action. God is actively trying to get our attention because He wants to move in our life. See, we didn't come this morning just to enjoy the great edifice that God had provided for us, though we are so thankful and grateful for it. And we did not come this morning just to, to enjoy the food that God has provided, and though we are so thankful and grateful. And we didn't come just to fellowship one with another, even though it's great and we are thankful. Don't misunderstand me. But the reason we've come this morning is because we want Him to have our attention. And we want Him to go ahead and get our attention. And we want Him to say, Lord, or we want us to say to Him, Lord, I want you to have your way in my life. I want you to do, I want you to do what you want to do. He's standing there and he's knocking. But it's interesting. The Bible says this. It said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice. Wait a minute. I thought you said you were knocking. If any man hear my knock is what you think. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice. He said, Wait a minute, preacher. Is that a... No, no. That's not a contradiction. It tells us the sincerity of God's knock. Let me remind you back to that place. You had to go, but you didn't want to go. Okay, nobody's home. But you remember the place you had to go and you knocked on the door and you knew they were there, but they weren't coming? It sounds something like this. Hey, I know you're in there. I know you're in there. You need to open up this door. We got to knock. Hey, hey, I know. Hey, you, I'm up. And you get to talking to them because you really want them to open that door. You didn't catch that. I said you get to talking to them because you really want them to open that door. My daughter, which is Martha back here, so I don't get in too much trouble. It's Father's Day, can't get mad at me. She was young, and uh, but before we had our bus, we had a fifth wheel. Before that, we had a travel trailer. Before that, we lived in a truck. Um, but we had our, our travel trailer, and, uh, and and you know it, it was it was it was thirty it was thirty three foot nine inches tongue to bumper, so it's about thirty foot of living space. It was something like this: it was kitchen, living room, bathroom, bedroom, and the bathroom was between the bedroom and the living area. And you know those triggers, I mean, it was aluminum framed, it was aluminum on the outside, aluminum built, you know, lightweight, you know, linoleum, hollow core doors. You drop a marble on the floor, 35 minutes later, it's still going, you know, that, you, you know what I'm talking about, you know, that's what we live in. And, 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 and so, so it would never fail. I'd be in the bathroom, both doors, you know, hollow core doors, they're shut, linoleum on the floor, and I'm brushing my teeth, and my daughter decided she needed to come through, because she needed to get something out of the bedroom. But it wasn't one of those nice... Daddy, can I come through? No, it went something like this. Daddy, can I come through? Because I need to go get my dolly. It's time for me to take and get my dolly her bottle. And I also have to change my dolly's clothes. So if you could open up the door, I'd like to come through and get my dolly. If you really wouldn't mind, I really need, and it needs to be really fast, Daddy, because I really want to do this. And, and the whole time I'll go, hold on. And I'm trying to respond, but she can't hear the response because she's too busy knocking. And finally he's like, I open the door. Well, that's kind of the idea we get this morning. Jesus is not just doing one of these, oh, huh? No, he's like, man, I'm telling you, I want to come in real bad through something in your heart and in your life. And if you'll open this door, I'm moving you in a great way. He's knocking. He said, if any man will hear my voice, he's knocking. 
talking and he's talking because he wants to come in. He wants to come in. Standing, knocking, talking, waiting, wanting, and willing. That was the introduction. Let me preach. The question this morning is this. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's knocking. He's talking. He's dealing. He's wanting to come in. He's waiting to come in. He's, he's want, he knows what he wants to do when he comes in. He's all ready. And you know, he's waiting for you to open up the door. So he's waiting for you to open up the door. Now, how many you know this? Jesus is big enough to break your door down. Just thought I'd let you know that just in case you didn't know. He's big enough to break your door down, but he won't do it. Matter of fact, Jesus could speak the word and your door would cease to exist. Right. I mean, if he could speak the word, this whole thing becomes out of nothing. He could speak the word and your door. Or he could just walk right through your door. That's what he did with the disciples. They were in the place he was locked and he just walked right through but he doesn't do that. You know why? He's waiting for you to open up the door. He's waiting for his people just to say, Lord, come on in. Come on in and do what you want to do with me. Come on in and stir my heart. Come on in and do what needs to be done in my heart and in my life. And he's wanting for you to open the door. Will you open the door? Will you just say, Lord, I want you to come in and do what you want to do in my life. Come on, you two. Three. Will you open the door? Will you open the door? 18-year-old boy. On my way to a devil's hill. Without God. Knew a little bit about religion, but didn't know Jesus. I walked into a church one Sunday morning. This coming September will be 38 years ago. Think about it. Walked into a church on a Sunday morning 38 years ago. That preacher got to preaching the gospel. And the master got to knocking on my heart's door. Got to knocking on my door. You know what he was? He's kind of old fashioned. You know, nowadays they give it off the call. You need Jesus, wink at me. <laughs> you know. No, no, no. You need Jesus, raise your hand. He said, all right. He said, you raised your hand. He said, step out of that house. We need this. And God was knocking on my door. I went down an old-fashioned altar. And I said, Lord, I'm going to open the door. My life is a mess. I'm ashamed for you even to come in and see what a mess my life is. I know he already knows. Yeah. He knew how bad my life was even before he knocked. Yeah. I'm so glad that he knocked. And I'm more than I'm so glad that I went to an old-fashioned altar. And I just opened the door and said, Lord, come on in. Come on in and do in my life what you want to do. Hallelujah. And you know, that wasn't the last time he knocked off a door. Now he knows where I leave. He knocks all the time. <laughs> in January of that year, this coming January, will be 38 years. Come and knock on my door. He said, will you preach my gospel? I said, well, come on in. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Listen, I believe we're living in the time where Jesus is knocking on our door. And he's looking for a people that will just open the door and say, Lord, come on in. Come on in, Lord. Lord, do what you want to do. 
Whatever it is, Lord, do in me what you want to do. Do with my church, do with my families. Do in me what you want to do. He's knocking. Will you open the door? Oh, I know it's Sunday morning. Maybe there's some young people here this morning and they're about still calling. He's not done with this world yet. He's still calling into the ministry. Maybe God's knocking on your door. He's waiting for you to open the door and say, Lord, I'll do, I'll go, I'll be, I'll say. He's knocking on the door. Will you open the door? Will you open the door? Let me close with this. First time on the East Coast, I remember going with the Italian churches. And uh, come in, they were so, so cordial. Kind of like Okies. <laughs> they just they speak a little different lingo, but kind of like Okies, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Your friends come over, you're, you just simply say, Hey, make yourself at home. When you walked in my grandpa's house and he said, Make yourself at home, he meant that. He meant, If you want something to drink, go refrigerator and get it. You want something to eat, my coverage or your coverage, go get it. If we ain't got it, let me know, I'm going to get it. At East Coast, those Italians, I, first time I was at their house, and never forget it, Brother Cameron's place and in the Yonkers. I, I thought, I don't think folks in the Yonkers are even nice. I walked in and Walked into his house. He said, Hey, brother, can I get you something? Make yourself at home. On the couch. Have a seat. Have a seat. Want something to drink? Want something to eat? What, what would you like? What would you like? He just wanted to make me comfortable. Want to make me feel at home. And I'm sitting there and I'm just saying, No, we're good. We're everything, you know. And all of a sudden, here comes his son. And he said, Hey, hey, man, good to see you. Hey, you want something to drink? Make yourself at home. You want something to eat? Would you like a cheese pie? That's pizza. Uh, <laughs> would you like a meatball wedge? That's a meatball sandwich. Uh, you know, and, uh, hey, make and, just make yourself at home. Really, really, just just make yourself at home. You know they meant that. This morning as we stand across this building, I wonder, when was the last time you just said, Lord, make yourself at home. Yourself at home. Do what you want to do with me. Lord, if you want to get something out of my cupboard, get it out. If you if you want me to, Lord, you whatever it is, Lord, I'm just opening up to you. I'm opening the door. You come in and do what you want to do. This morning, will you open the door? Father, we love you this morning. Thank you, sweet Jesus, for your love and your mercy and your goodness, for your grace. Thank you this morning that in grace and mercy you are knocking on our door. Thank you that you knocked on our door when we were unsaved. You knocked on our door when we were heading in the wrong direction. Lord, I thank you also that you're knocking on the door of the church because you want to come in and move in our heart and move in our life, move in our soul. And Lamb of God, I pray that you would deal with hearts and lives this morning. Help us just to open the door and say, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.